Welcome back to another episode of the Hoodie and the Headband Podcast show. I'm your co-host Bryce Warner. And I'm your co-host Drew McDowell. You alright? <laughs> <laughs> Mister, and I'm your co-host Drew McDowell. Yeah, it's uh, Hey man, you come off the birthday weekend, man. You party too hard? Nah. It's more like, like where we was at was snowing. So like, my I don't have allergies, but for some reason, my throat been real like dry and itchy. I woke up this morning, nosebleed, crazy. Dang. Yeah, yeah. I was like, man, what is going you on? You said it was snowing where y'all was at. Yeah, we was in the mountains, so it was like flurry. Yeah, it's April. I know. But I, said, I looked at the calendar thing. at the bottom of my screen just now. I was just like, what? Bro, as soon as we got into the city, it started snowing. Then it stopped snowing. The Saturday morning, we woke up snowing. Oh, no. Saturday morning, it wasn't bad. It wasn't snowing. Um, and then Sunday morning, we woke up snowing again. And then we went hiking to a waterfall trail or whatever. So, so I woke up Sunday morning. Try to talk. I was, like, I was like, nah, what is this? No. I, I'm, I'm mad. So I'm trying to talk. I'm mad. She laughing. I was like, nah, bump this, man. I'm not doing this. That's tough. That's that's so unfortunate. Nah. But um, other weekend. than that, did you enjoy birthday weekend, bro? For sure. I mean, we were just chilling, you know, watching basketball, doing the normal thing, just didn't have to worry about nothing. You know, got my cake. Got my cookies. I see yeah. that. Little small thing. Hey, chill out, bro. <laughs> oh, I, like I see say. you got your cookies. <laughs> I, I'm just saying that I pay attention to your, your Instagram. I posted the cookies? You definitely posted the cookies. Oh, I definitely posted the cookies. That's why I said that. What you thought I was talking about, bro? I forgot I posted the cookies. Cause I was thinking, I was like, dang it, I posted any of the things that she made. And I could think of none. Now that I think about it, I did post. I posted at least the cookies, and I posted cake. But no, nah, it was it was a, it was a good weekend, you know. Came right back, had to go right back to work, so wasn't no long vacation at all. But it was a it was a good break, good three day break. Surprise, you ain't working your birthday. This I work on yeah, every right. holiday there is. Every every other year I would have. She didn't let me. She's like, no, you're calling off. Like, we're not doing that shit. <laughs> I was like, all right, but okay. I had I didn't have to do nothing. The man worked right April Fool's Day. Did you work April Fool's Day? I worked the morning April Fool's Day. <laughs> I tell you, man, any holiday that man gonna work. Yeah, I worked the morning and then called off for the, the evening part. Got you, Look, got you. Who's solid? How was your weekend, bro? Um, hey, go ahead. Let me know. How was your weekend, bro? How was uh, how was Saturday night? Saturday night, believe it or not, was was pretty interesting. <laughs> all right, so um, all right, all right. So I worked, I worked a lot this past weekend. So for one, I was tired. But then on Saturday, I don't know. I was getting our content all weekend, you know. Go ahead, check that out. Multiplicity.media. Check your boy out. 
So we'll check out everybody else on multiple social media as well. But check your boy out. You know, I got a couple articles on there. You know, the, the events have, have now passed. Um, put out three articles this weekend, two on Friday, one on Saturday. Um, no, one on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. Um yeah, but um, yeah, I just had a busy weekend, man. Um I went out to go watch the game on Saturday after after work. I gotta stop going out when my teams are playing. That's that's what I've concluded. I was about to say you gotta watch it. That's what I've concluded, yo. That's what I've concluded. Cause all right, so I didn't go out when the Nets lost game seven. I didn't go out that night. But I want to say it was game four. They lost, and I went out. I was like, oh dang. Like I was like listening to it on the way to like going out, whatever. And then Aces when they lost game five. Yep. I was out or preparing to go out actually. And then Yankees, they lost in the in the wild card. I was out. That's every year, so don't even worry about that. Man, shut up. Still got 27 on them things, all right? That was Cowboys of the MLB. Matter of fact, we about to be the hoodie and the hat today. Dallas Cowboys of the MLB. Hmm? The Dallas Cowboys of the MLB. Oh, New York Yankees. But no, I've concluded, not concluded, I've also thought about this. I'm like, the way things look on my teams right now, I'm just not. I'm just not expecting much. I'm just not expecting much. All right. I'm just gonna be a fan. You know, if they if they're in the game, you know, like I'm cheer for them. But I, I don't I don't want to put my expectations too high anymore. I don't I don't like that feeling. That's gonna last about 30 minutes because once we get into the NBA playoff talk. Nets this, nets that, nets this, nets that. I don't know. Oh, they're re-showing the game, bro. Oh, my gosh. I turn the NBA TV because I, I like to have stuff on in the background. I'm doing stuff. I turn the NBA TV because uh, they're talking too much about – I don't want to say too much about Tiger Woods, but they're just talking about the golf talk. And I was like, no, let me have some basketball talk on while we're doing this. And they're playing the game from last week. And I was out during that game. I was out. I was out. Oh my weekend! All right, yeah, weekend was interesting. You know, went out to go see um Duke Carolina game after work on Saturday. It's a good atmosphere. Um, it was it was lit. You know, people was cheering like late game. It was like it's like half the place. Like I was so I was at this one place, you know, a little sports bar, or whatever. And half the place was like going for Duke. Other half was going for for Carolina. It's Duke was like. Y'all got twenty on Duke right now, and I'm 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 obviously wearing a Duke shirt. I'm just like, bro, look look look. look. He's like, oh oh oh, a hundred on Carolina right now. I was like, bro, get out my face, bro. I'm I'm just trying to watch the game. I'm just trying. That's why I can't be y'all watching the game. I was like, like I'm just trying to watch the game, <laughs> bro. There was a fight. <laughs> bro got cracked nah. over the head with a bottle, bro. Nah, they're wild. Hey, this was right over Trevor Kills got fouled, and they're trying to de- de- determine if it was an N1 or not. And I was like, bro. oh my God, bro, guy. You over here <laughs> tweeting like, that's an N1. Meanwhile, it's fighting right down the. I was like, oh, like, like you know, the Chris Brown video, like, oh, oh, they're getting it in. 
that's exactly how it was, bro. I was like, oh, oh, and like they were like big too. Like both of them were like they matched up size wise as well. It wasn't like one had a disadvantage against the other or one had an advantage on the other. No, these two guys were like they they look both were like they were like linebackers or something, something crazy. Like there's bing, 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 bing. One was a, one of them was bleeding. They had them all blood off the floor, bro. Like, no, that's wild. It's never that deep, bro. I say that, but I oh, that's, that's crazy. Bro. They had to break it up, and then when we left the bar. <laughs> what's it we call it? One of the After guys the game was, like, before. was walking back towards the bar with the cops. Like he was walking, <laughs> it, it reminded me of a LeBron meme when he was walking with the ref. He was pointing. Oh, uh, yeah, that's what yeah, me and yeah. Nick was saying, bro. Nah, y'all are stupid, bro. Man, this him right there. This him right there. I'm like, bro. I'm like, they kicked both of y'all out the out the bar. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> that's him right there. That's him right there. Hey, bro. I was like, oh, 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 my goodness. Yo, yeah, buddy, guy, do say, beat that boy ahead, but um, yeah, no, I'm probably gonna edit like half that out. (laughs) 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 All right, but uh, no, weekend was cool, whatever. Uh, one of my teams won this weekend, Spurs up. You have both teams, both your teams playing. You can't even do that. Nah, all right, all right. But see, I've been, if we if we would have won, you could talk more too. about USC this season than I have UConn. I most definitely have the cap. I most definitely have. You've been you've been holding down a whole UConn talk. You've been holding down a UConn talk all season. You've been holding it down. I've been holding down every every team talk. I haven't even talked about UConn that much this year. Man, you are on coach and do tweets. What? That's a you. You on coach and do tweets. <laughs> I had to get on you, bro. You was like, I was like, I was like, bro, they can't hear you, bro. <laughs> you know what? I was gonna tweet back. I was gonna put in. I was gonna put in quotations. Kyrie get the shot, bro. <laughs> what Kyrie had to do with this, like? I don't even be bringing Kyrie hey, up no more. Use me and Petty. Use me and Petty, so I had to be. I don't petty even back. bring up Kyrie no more, dog. Use me and Petty, so I had to be Petty back, bro. I, it's not like I'm gonna go find you crying about Bruce Brown, but he can't hear you when he on the court, right? Every time that's y'all me play, being, that's me. That, listen, is, no, no, no. Bruce that's Brown me that. critiquing a player and how you plays. You was talking about some. Are right, you gonna get more rebounds out there, guys? Nigga, everybody know that. <laughs> That's common knowledge. But you're right here talking like you, Gino. I might as well, man. Shit, he ain't make no adjustments. Shit. Gino's out there. Just put, just throw the ball out there. Let's hoop. What? You got the talent for that. Gino got to realize he ain't got the same talent that he used to have. He actually exactly. got to make adjustments now. You're not beating teams by 30, 40 no more. Mm-mm. You got to make adjustments when other coaches and other teams, other players adjust. And he got to fix his offensive system, but that offensive system is doo-doo. 
they run the same set. Over they were trying to run everything through Paige. And, like, when Paige couldn't get yeah. nothing going, everybody else was just like, oh, what do I do? And you couldn't run the sets that you normally run that work well because AZ wasn't on the court. And they normally, if it's, if it's not for Paige, they give, Paige gives the ball up and they set a screen on the other side to get AZ the ball or to get AZ some space. I'm like, it's like they're too predictable, It's like they're too predictable. It's easy. It's easy. But, yeah, to um, – Properly transition to our next topic. Um, shout out to Carolina. Well, let me, let me shout, shout out to the South Carolina women's basketball team on getting their second championship. Shout out second, Ball. their second and Aaliyah five Boston, years. not Aaliyah Edwards. Aaliyah Boston. Aaliyah Boston. She was talking her talk at the end of the game too. No fact. She was. She was talking. I don't say spicy. Before she was, I, she was I, know. I had tweeted, I had tweeted new graphic, right. And then right after that, they started interviewing her. And she said, y'all have had me crying everywhere, all over the place. Here's a new one. And she's into the camera. I loved it. She said, I loved every single second of she, she said, braces and all. I need, I need said, that on a t-shirt, right? She said, these are Aaliyah, happy Make tears. that a t-shirt. Tap it to that NIL money. Got to. It's a must. Hey, uh, Henny got a Henny got a uh, clothing brand. So got a brand. Listen, get I want to buy a shirt mid-game because she was cooking. See, I like Destiny Henderson, but like, come on, bro. Like, I'm in a disrespect. I really don't. But before this game, if I told before the game, if I told you Destiny Henderson had 26 points and was cooking from three, what would you have said? Bro, I've been watching Carolina all season. I know Destiny Henderson is like one of the best players. How many South Carolina games you watched this year, bro? How many South Carolina? I can't. I, I don't know. But I know I watched. You said you were watching them all season. Now you good. said you were watching them all season. So that means you got to watch at least 10 games. Bro, I watched it. I, I know. I can tell you the games that I watched. I can tell you the games that I watched. I can tell you the games I remember watching. All right, how about that? Okay. I remember watching the game against NC State. I remember watching UConn game. And he, mm-hmm. in those games, she was playing good. Um, What other games I remember watching? Uh, game against Tennessee. Remember that one? That was a college game, that game. Um, mm-hmm. Trying to think about every game so I watch. Watch a couple of tournament games. Um, I can't really pinpoint any other games because like they're like on SEC Network, and I don't think I got SEC Network. You watch the Stanford game? I did watch the Stanford game. Definitely, definitely watch the Stanford game. I forgot about the Stanford game. Now look, I really wanted Stanford South Carolina rematch. I did too. I think Stanford matches up much better than UConn does in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And they're not they're not afraid of anything that South yeah. Carolina has. Yeah, like the the reason they didn't win. Friday night, they just weren't making shots. If Stanford played their normal game, they win pretty easily Friday night. Yeah. UConn wasn't UConn wasn't better than them on the court, and it wasn't like they drastically outplayed them. They both turned the ball over a lot. They both missed a lot of shots. Stanford didn't get going until the last two minutes. They didn't start hitting threes, and it was too late. If they had fought Aaliyah Edwards, they might have won the game. But it is what it is. You know, they 
I would say they didn't have the same sense of urgency, but they Stanford definitely had that feeling like if we lose, we did win it last year. And most of us will be back next year. Ah, uh, actually, yeah. Yeah, most of them be back next year. Most of them are juniors. All all except the whole sisters and Anna Wilson. We'll be back. Oh, we were talking about Stanford. I don't know why I was talking about yeah, South Carolina. Stanford. Yeah, Stanford. Yeah, both Stanford's coming back. South Carolina should be bringing almost everybody back, too. Yeah, yeah. South Carolina should be bringing back almost everybody. Stats and and some more. Oh, South Carolina's not going anywhere. No. Like, this is this is the beginning. I know people think, like, oh, they got one. Yeah, this is this, this, is, the, this is the second part mm-hmm. of their, you know, of their run. They mm-hmm. didn't, like, 2017, they... They won it, and they lost in eighteen and nineteen. Didn't get to, you know, didn't get to play in twenty. And then that last year was final four. Yeah. They're not going nowhere. Elliot Boston gonna get better. Zaya is gonna be more efficient. I feel like next year. Got, that's the only thing. That's the only thing she got to work on. That's the only thing she got to work on. She's she's got the handle. She's got the skills. She's got the talent. She's got to get into that like, like. College wise, Jewel Lloyd type. Because mm, mm. Jewel Lloyd was nice in college and was very efficient with it. Even Kayla McBride, like, she was very efficient with the way she played and was able to get her points in the, in an efficient way. Zaya Cook, not to say she's not efficient all the time, but there are games where she really struggles and she presses and shoots too many shots, shoots too many tough shots. Like, if you're struggling, get to the cup, get to the basket. Try to get some layers, try to get some free throws or something like that. She's like, nah, I got I get if I hit this tough shot, then I'm feeling it. I'm good. How many how many times you gonna hit that tough shot though? So um I mean all in all, I'm not mad at UConn for losing. Uh, they'll be back. They bring they bring back a lot of players next year too. We lose Kristen and we lose Olivia. Um, if we don't have anybody in the transfer portal, which I don't expect us to, unless it's like Amari DeBerry or somebody like that, um, so I don't expect Caroline to. She played a lot of minutes down the down the stretch, and she played a lot in the national championship game. Um, if she's gonna get more minutes this next this coming year, with she'll probably be in the starting lineup with Paige, Az, Dorka, and Aaliyah. Um, definitely got to get some size though. Olivia, you know, she did her best, but. Dorka going out really hurt what we were capable of from a front court perspective. Just because you take her out, or if Olivia gets in any foul trouble or gets tired at all, it's Aaliyah Edwards and Avina Westwood in the post. And that's just not going to work. And I knew I knew the front court the front court would be an issue at some point. I didn't know it'd be an issue to that aspect or to that like to that. I don't even know what the word is, but. The way, the way that the rebounds went in the first half was just like, come on, bro. Like, they was letting Cardoso come from the three-point line to the basket after a shot went up to come get rebounds. Like, box out. Like, if, you, if they're bigger than you, box out. Half the time, if you flop, you'll get it over the back. Like, figure something out. Like, you just got to want it. And they only wanted it second quarter and fourth quarter. Like, they start out. Really bad third quarter, started out really bad first quarter. Um, big props to Bree Bill, though. Um, I mean, she clamped up. Um, Haley Van Lith, 
in the Final Four. Prove me right. I said they wouldn't go in it. I'd have been mad if Louisville would have won it. Inksler was nice, was was cooking in that Final Four game, though. Inksler was doing her thing in the Final Four against South Carolina. Um, she just didn't really get no help from anybody else. Keanu Smith made some shots, but there really wasn't anything that they were able to take away from South Carolina defensively, and their offense isn't elite enough. Um, same thing with UConn. They didn't have enough to take away from South Carolina and their offense. They were too. They were too hesitant. Like started the first quarter. I mean, pretty much the whole first quarter. Every time that every time somebody got the ball in the half court, they were looking away from the basket, trying to run the offense. Like, hey, you're supposed to look at the rim before you run the offense. Like, you might got a shot. You might got a, a drive to the basket. They were so worried about the size that they didn't even try. Like there was Paige tried to drive on. Uh, I think it was Cardoso or Saxton. She got locked up a little bit, backed it up, tried to go again, got backed out again. Then Nelson Adota had a jump shot, passed up the jump shot, had a layup. Italy and Boston came over to help. Chose not even chose to not even attempt the layup, threw the ball away. It was like, dude, what what are we doing? Like, put the ball on the like put the ball on the rim at least or at least like a missed shot is, is better than a turnover. Yeah, it was a messy. It was a messy game for for UConn. Not a good look for Gino. Um, but big props to South Carolina. You know, they, I picked them. I mean, literally after they lost the Final Four last year, I was like, they're coming right back to get it next year. It just made complete sense. Like there was no way that they were going to lose that way and not come back and go get the chip. Um, yeah, it was right there, man. Literally, literally, they get they came out short, yo. Like, I mean, tipping away from, well, getting, from getting to the championship game. I mean, um, let's be honest, they're tipping away from being back to back champions. Yeah. Because they would have beat Arizona. Because Yo, if things would have went their way, they probably could have went three straight. I don't know about three straight. I mean, it's possible, but possible, I possible. Like, oh. 2020, we never know. Right. That 2020 is just that question mark. But like, Oregon was nice. Oregon was nice, yes. And Baylor was still there too. Baylor yeah. was the defending champion. Yeah, point, yeah. So. Baylor won in nineteen, and they brought back a better Alyssa Smith, a better D.D. Richards. I think that was D.J. Nakanchin's first year with them. Like they still, had, I think they still had Lauren Cox too. So they had a pretty nice squad coming back to that twenty twenty year. So there was a lot of teams. Um, UConn was still there. I think Stanford was up there too. But Haley Jones got hurt that year, so they probably wouldn't have gone as far as they should have. But um, you know, it was a lot of it was a lot of good teams in the 2020 year. So we'll we'll never know what would have happened or what could have happened, but it'll be something that we'll look back on for years to come and be like, all right, this what would happen if they if this team faced off or if this team faced off. But shout out to Don Staley, shout out to everybody on you know South Carolina women basketball team. Shout out to their fans. They sold out the crowd every Shout game. Shout out to fam. That's that they call it. Shout out to them. Yeah. Shout out to them. Shout out to Candace Parker in the crowd. We know she was there so to watch Gino lose, as she should have been. Um, I mean, it is what it is. Um, Shout out Asia Wilson. Shout out Asia Wilson. Natalie Chan was also at the game. They she was. Pretending like, 
they pretended like she wasn't standing next to Candace Parker, but it's all good. Yeah, they was like, oh, yeah, Candace Parker right there. And Nelly Chong was just like, oh, I'm here too. She was like, she was like cheesing, like, oh, nobody's going to mention me? Okay. And apparently, apparently there was mad WNBA players at the game, and they didn't say nothing about none of them. But it, but they had Sue Bird and Diana Taurasi on the show. I'm like, come on, bro. This he is- said mad NBA or WNBA? WNBA. Oh, okay. I'm gonna yeah, say, cause you know they try to, you know, you know, you know, ESPN oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. find the NBA players yeah, yeah. quick. I mean, they had Andrew McCarthy was there too. So yeah, Andrew McCarthy was there. That's yeah. just that's just three right there. And then you have Asia Wilson says four. Mm-hmm. South Carolina, UConn Women's National Championship average four point four point four eight million viewers. That's what I like to see. That is what I like to see. Mm, and then who else was there? Uh, nobody else notable I can think of. Nah, I didn't. I didn't see nobody else. Um, I did put a disclaimer in one of my articles for the ESPN to stop putting the camera on the parents. They did not listen. <laughs> they didn't listen a bit. I mean, they showed. I mean, I court, I, I, look, I look at it like this. I feel like you got to put the camera on the parents at times just to get the crowd reaction, get parents reaction at times, at times, not all the time. Where it's like, oh, look, oh, and the parents are lit. But like one time, I don't know. I feel like one time is cool, but I feel like their parents don't really want to be in the spotlight like that. I think there's a difference between the put like if they want to actually be on camera mm-hmm. and if they just look like oh dang they're putting me on camera again like they put Paige Becker's mom on camera like 12 times and they yeah in the final in the elite eight yeah uh, yo why she keep calling bro she know I'm doing the show bugging Yeah, congratulations to South Carolina women's um, basketball team once again. Um, if I'm available, I'll definitely take that trip up there to go see them. It's a must, bro. Might as well, man. I mean, they're going to be even better next year, so. Hmm? They're going to be even better next year, so. Yeah, they're getting Raven Johnson back, hopefully. Yep. Um, they get nice. they gonna go play they get man. another like top recruit. I forgot her name. She won a dunk contest for the All American. Talaja Cooper. Yeah, she's nice. She's she's tough. Um, yo, what are you doing, bro? I literally texted her that we're doing the show. Why do you, you put on do not serve? No. You said I didn't, or did I? I'm asking you didn't. Like, I'm asking, did you put it on there? No, nah, I didn't. I normally don't because she know that we're doing the show. If you're calling me, that means you're looking at your phone. That means you see the message. Like, I told her today that we're doing the show as well. She's like, oh, okay, that's cool. Go to that. Anyways. Um, great season. 
for women's college basketball. Uh, can't wait to see what happens in the draft in the coming weeks. Hopefully we get more players into the league and not as many players getting cut by training camp again. But there's so many players in the draft and not enough spots. So there's always going to be some players that we feel like should be in the league but are going to make the cut. Um, very interested to see what teams get better. A lot of players, a lot of players in the transfer portal over the last couple of weeks, really the last week and a half week and a half um so we'll see where they end up how that shakes up certain teams depending on where they go um you know they're not all you know they're not all like star players with all due respect they're not all star players so it's not like they're gonna have a huge a huge huge difference uh or make a huge difference but they'll definitely you know, try to make a mark somewhere else. And that's why they're, you know, choosing to leave where it could be, you know, that situation that they're with, the coaches they're with isn't who they want to play for or isn't good for their mental health, which is also okay. Um, yeah, we'll see how, you know, the new recruits come in, how they play. Um, and, you know, the players that are going into the draft next year, how they, you know, continue to improve. We'll see how that draft class stacks up. But, Aaliyah Boston and Haley Jones gonna be fighting for that first pick next year. So it'll be very interesting you know, uh, to watch that. And the start of the WNBA season in about what, a month and a half now, I wanna say, maybe less than that. Yeah, well, it's a month, I'm gonna say, because it starts in May. I think, what, isn't May 5th the first, first night, first game? Is it? I don't know. That's crazy. Like, think about it. Like, I mean, we've been potting for a year, bro. Lucky, high key. Crazy hey, thing is, though, us. like, big shout out to us. So, crazy thing is, like, all these players that are getting drafted, they're supposed to learn how to play against grown women in like two weeks. Like, they get drafted what next week? Yeah, they get drafted next week, and then training camp is the week after that. Yeah, and that's what, and in that, in that one week window, you're supposed to see if you're good enough to stay on the WNBA team or not. Think about, like, really think about that. Like NBA, put like you got to graduate school and then figure out how to guard Candace Parker. (laughs) And and think about the ones that leave early. Like, think about the ones that are eligible to leave in their third year because they're 21. Like, oh, you're 21. Yeah, let's go ahead and throw you in right in here with the Wolves. And if you if you don't cut it, you know, your first season, you might get cut. You're out the league. It's crazy. Well, if that's why they get drafted listen. because they feel like the people draft them and feel like they built for it, you know? Yeah, but at the same – like, I don't know, man. It's, that's a lot of pressure to put on players with not that many spots. I mean, NBA, NBA prospects, they get combines and pro days and – all this other bullshit that the women don't get, they get all this type of stuff, and then they get two months of training camp, or they get mini yeah, camp, no training camp, league. preseason, summer league. I didn't even think about summer league. League need to expand. I feel like, no, WNBA needs to expand. I mean, we say it all the they time, gotta, but it needs to happen. Kathy, it needs to happen. If anything, if anything, they got to push back when their season starts. 
push back the season to June gives you more time to do more things. Like you can do a two week summer league. You can do like, so we can see these players play in a, so you can see every player that is in the, you know, in the pool play a combine. So you can see every player that's in the pool play, not just, oh, we got to look at what they did in college. And if we don't like what we've seen, specifically from the take that we've seen, if they're at a smaller school, or they didn't play a lot of minutes, or they didn't get big numbers, that's what we have combines for. We've found there's been so many second round picks that have turned out to be all-stars and MVPs. Like, Nicole Jokic was a second round pick. How do you think they saw him? Because people were overseas looking, and he was in a combine. He got, like, all these other players, they get to do summer league. They got G League. Like, it's crazy that, you know, they just get – they get two weeks to, you know, play on a team that has already been together. Most WNBA teams don't change that much from year to year. So these, these players have been playing together for two or three years. You look at Connecticut, Vegas, Chicago. Phoenix, it's been the same core for the last three, four years. Like the only teams that really had like real turnovers, LA maybe, Atlanta, I guess, but almost everybody else is playing with the same team pretty much every year. Seattle playing with the same team. Seattle playing with the same team since what, 16, 2016? Like the Mystics, same team pretty much. Like, it's crazy that they, like, Alyssa Smith and Ron Howard are supposed to come in and be great right away. Like, they wasn't just playing teenagers. Like, they're human. So they struggled against teenagers. So they're supposed to come in here and just start cooking against Sylvia Fowle, Brittany Griner. Like, I don't know. Make it make sense. Because I can't. They got to figure something out. They got to make some shake because. It ain't right to the women that ain't getting cut, that, that ain't getting the chance. Charlotte Hill came over because they want her to come over early. They cut her and they ain't giving her another chance. Name was Stephanie Watt. When they should have picked Dana Evans in the first place, they realized, oh, we should have picked Dana Evans because she's more experienced. Charlotte got her to come over here early and caught her and now she's stuck wherever. I mean, she still got a chance to come play back over here because she's that young, but it's crazy that that's what it is. Like, imagine Killian Hayes coming over and getting cut the first two weeks into the season. Or Emmanuel Moutier coming over, getting cut first two weeks into the season. It wouldn't happen. It's crazy. They don't even get, like, two, three years before they get cut from their squad. But expansion seems to be on the way, so we'll see. The WNBA isn't the greatest at, you know, marketing and doing what they need to do for the women, but let's just hope they continue to get better with it, I guess. Yeah, I can't wait for the season to start, man. I know it just sounds weird after you just went on the tangent of me saying that. Nah, 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 nah. But yeah. I mean, hey, hey, the rent was well warranted. You know, you uh you you was, you know, saying what you need to say. But um but nah, oh I can't wait for the season. Um 
We had some transactions transpired this last week. Um, Lexi Brown is at LA Spark. Sure. I think somebody then somebody else get traded too. I know like some other transactions. Like I know Lexi Brown got traded, and I think somebody else got signed or something. I don't know. I got a question for you. I might have an answer. Does Lexi Brown to the late uh, to the Sparks move the needle? Hey, they get a shooter and Lexi now. Let me stop. But um, I don't think it moves the needle drastically. But you do think it moves. The but needle I I don't know. I mean, I just want to. I mean, they got low key. They got a new team. I mean, yeah, they got new pieces to their squad now. You know, they got um. Well, we don't get to see Gabby yeah. Williams there because she got traded to Seattle. So I was I was hoping to see that. I was like, oh yeah, we get to see Gabby Williams. I was like, oh no, we don't. She's in That's Seattle. How, I think I think Seattle's gonna be a better fit to be honest. I'd rather her play with, with Stewie and Sue and Jewel. And play yeah, they they're gonna be like I would say they'd be like top. I'll say I'll say Seattle still be like top four this year. Well, they need they need Stewie healthy. That's the that's the you said thing what matters. They need Stewie healthy. That's the only thing that matters. Oh yeah, yeah. Stewie was injured for most of last season, so that's the only but, reason um, they weren't in the top. But yeah, no, I mean, I'm, it's not like a big, big move. You know, I just thought this point out because, like, remember he's talking about how Lexi was talking about how she um, I mean, like, he was just throwing jabs on Twitter. About like her situation uh-huh. with the Sparks and everything, and yeah. how they gave her an offer. I mean, well, we had these conversations like off air, but how they gave her an mm-hmm. offer and she um she didn't take the offer, or whatever. I don't know how things came about, but Lexi's in LA. Um, see so yeah, that team now. You got what Lexi got Jordan. Jordan Canada's on the Sparks now, right? She's in a trade for Gabby Williams. Mm, I think she just signed with them. Okay. This can be just right, that moves Kennedy the needle. Carter was that moves the needle. I mean, it makes them I not say that a, as in that makes them better. It makes them not an 11 seed. Yeah. I mean, sure. But we have, I mean, it's a literally a brand new team. Yeah, like, I think the only the only players that are really still gonna play that are there are Nick and Brittany Sykes. I think Christy Tolliver is still there, but at this point, like you got Kennedy Carter and Jordan Canada, what's the point of really playing a heavy minute? But it is Derek Fisher, so he probably will play like thirty minutes a game. But yeah, um, it's gonna be an interesting season. I think um, it's gonna be a team that falls out of contention. The team and be some teams that'll come into contention. I think the links fall out obviously with no Nafisa. Um, anybody can say what they want, but the links aren't doing anything without Nafisa Kalu on the team. Sylvia Fowles is possibly, if possibly, the best 
center in WNBA history, but it's her last season. She's not going to be carrying, and she never really has carried, um, you know, never really has carried a team before. She played with Maya Moore, she played with Elena Deladon, Simone Augustus, like, um, so we'll see how that goes, but I don't, I don't, they're not, I don't think they're going to be terrible, but they're not going to be a contender. I don't think, um, I don't think the Sparks will be a contender this year. Cause they got to figure out what they're going to do with Kennedy Carter, Liz, and they do got Kennedy Carter. Players. I knew I was missing somebody. Um, I mean, they got to figure out how they want to play. Yeah. If they want to play. And then they got Derek Fisher as they coach, so. Exactly. That's why I said they got to figure out how they want to play. So I say it moves the home. They got, they're showing South Carolina on the TV. They got Leah Boston all over ESPN smiling. Now I love it. They should should have had it last year, too. No facts. They they was There was was enough. There was enough graphics of Leah Boston to put her smiling. I mean, they, the fact that they were putting them in the commercials was just. Ridiculous. Like it makes absolutely no sense. Um yeah. WNBA season's gonna be good. We're gonna see if Sabrina takes a jump or takes a leap in terms of her game, because if she does, it's gonna be big for New York. Not just this season, but if she takes a big enough leap, Stewie's coming to New York. Um and that'll be interesting to see because fans Let's see, I'll say this. You know what fans are not going to like Stu and Sabrina playing together. No question, bro. Like, they already don't like Sue. Stewie, they're like, ah, she's she's great, so we don't really, like, dislike her. They just, you know, there's just some issues there with the UConn bias, things like that. But you know they don't like Sabrina. So Sabrina played with Stewie. New York is getting New York is gonna get a lot of hate. Um but we'll see how that all shakes out. We still got a whole season and all season to get through before we get to that. So um I definitely wanna see how um which McCart the the Liberty is a team I really like I say focused in on, but a team I'm definitely be tuning into this year. Uh to see for one how Sabrina plays with um Stephanie Dolson, you know, an experienced big, uh, how that, you know, just how, how she fits in with their team and their young core. Um, and I also want to see what, what direction they go in a draft. They got the fifth pick. Um, see, like, if they do, let's say if, like, a Nas Hillman is still available at, at five, which isn't too far of a stretch to be available at, but Let's just say she's so available at five to see how she plays with that team. I, I just want to see. I just want to see how the young New York Liberty look this year. That's one of the teams on my list. I don't say list, but it's just one of the teams I'm looking out for. You know, other than the Aces, obviously. Um, yeah. yeah. We'll be watching the wings, but I won't expect much. Um, I'll be watching the wings strictly for saw too. Um, other than that, I'm expecting a lot more of the same as last year. 
Um, depends on what the Mystics do with the first pick. But, I mean, yeah. pretty much the same teams at the top. We could very well see Chicago and Phoenix in the finals again next year. So, it'll mm-hmm. be interesting to see how this all shakes out. But to segue, it was another Final Four this uh, past weekend. The men's side. We had North Carolina and Duke, and we had Kansas and Villanova. Let me just say this, and I was saying, I was thinking this, and I said this to people that I talked to about the games before Saturday night. Kansas had a different want, a different need, a different fight, different hunger than every other team in the Final Four had to me. I th- like there might have been more skill, more talent on other teams, but there was nobody. There were no other teams that I saw play throughout the entire tournament that wanted more than Kansas did. Um, and that was evident in the Miami game. When they turned it up there, I was like, all right, it's this Kansas championship to lose. Um, Final four, you know, I expected them to be Villanova. Relatively good game, you know, wasn't wasn't crazy. Nothing, you know, super out there. Um, you know, Kansas did what they were supposed to do. They, Handled their business, got to the national championship. Duke and North Carolina, obviously, everybody was waiting for that game because, you know, Coach K's possible last game. Duke and North Carolina in the NCAA tournament. There's a lot of history at stake. A lot of things, you know, national championship is on the line, or getting to the national championship is on the line at least. Um, so you know, a lot of headlines, a lot of, a lot of media members, a lot of, you know, a lot of eyes. I mean, it's probably they probably have that game probably had more more or higher ratings than the national championship did last night. Wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. Um, all around, it was a great game. I mean, it lived up to the hype. It lived up to what it was supposed to be. Um, you know, Duke losing probably make. You know, oh, not probably. Definitely makes people happy, um, including me. No disrespect to my brother over there because I know he hurt. I know he won that national championship for for old Coach K. Um, but, you know, I I cannot stand Duke. I can't do not want them to win at any cost. And that does not matter if Coach K's last game or his last season. I do not care. Coach K ain't do nothing for me. Also, I don't like the fact that Coach K before the Final Four. It's calling out like one and does and transfer portals and all this. Um, sir, your last championship team full of one and does. Entire starting lineup, if I'm not mistaken, other than Quinn Cook, one and done. Yeah, you had what Jaleel Okafor, um, Tyus Jones, um, Justice Winslow. I mean, he's part of the people, he, he's part of the reason why people go one on one. I mean, one and done, like. If you see the list of one and done, bro, you had a player. All right, this this is probably like me. This is like I'm just happening. I'm just happening to bring Kyrie up in this in this instance. All right, but Kyrie played what 11, 13 games. Eleven games. Eleven games. He played eleven games. It was the number one draft pick, bro. Eleven games. Yeah. Um, who else was like a a crazy uh one and done that you had? Jabari Parker, one and done. Um, Zion, yeah, Zion, bro. 
RJ, Zion, Cam, RJ Reddish, Cam Reddish. One and done. He didn't think they was one and done. He thought they were staying for two years. He knew good at what it was. Coach K, you know what's going on. Them. You recruit these recruit these young men. Come on, bro. Marvin Bagley. Recruit as well as you recruit, sir. Marvin Bagley was staying for more than one year. No, this isn't no. this isn't the 90s. They're not staying no more. Cassius Stanley. No even Cassius Stanley went one and done. Yeah. Shouldn't have, but he did. Um, yeah, I feel like he could have benefited from a second year. I mean, the one team that I can say really doesn't try to get one and done and doesn't churn them out that often is Kansas. Kansas. Bill Self is North Carolina, Self too. I can't been. remember the last one enough from North Carolina. Kobe White. Kobe White was one and done. Uh, pretty sure. No, can't be. Had to be. I thought Kobe White was there for at least a couple of years. Uh, Cam Johnson was there for a couple of years. Joe Barry was there for a couple of years. Um, North Carolina players do usually stay. I'll give you that. Because, um, I mean, Harrison Barnes stayed for two, maybe three. Marcus Page stayed. James Michael McAdoo stayed. Bryce Johnson stayed. Hansville stayed. Todd Lawson stayed. So, I mean, they do stay. So, oh, I'll, I'll Kobe was the was he last one and done. Yeah. I mean, Kansas and North Carolina, I, I'll give you that. Both of, both of them don't really turn out one and done. Villanova doesn't either. No, Villanova doesn't. And, and that's why Villanova. Um, and Virginia, I mean, they're not you know, at the top right now, but they don't really turn them out either. But Duke, Kentucky, for sure. Michigan State tries. Um, and then you have them, like, scarce. Like spread yeah, out, yeah, and then they're spread out. But they're spread Duke, out, Kentucky, like Arizona would have one one year. Gonzaga, yeah. Gonzaga UCLA, has had them last Gonzaga, couple of years. The last two years, no, they had Jalen Suggs last year. Um, now they got Chet this year. Um, um you know, UCLA is there. UCLA normally has some, at least one a year. I mean, I feel like, I feel like every like big name college has a one and done. Yeah. But like they don't turn them out as much as a Duke or North Carolina. I mean, like Duke or Kentucky does. Yeah, they. I mean, Kentucky. Like, I'm about to write an article on Calipari. Like, what should he be measured by? Should he mm. be measured by championships? And I wins? would be very interested in should he, that. Or should That'd he be, be measured by conversation the players in the NBA? It's it's a great conversation because you can you can say he's a fraud, say what you want to say, you can make the jokes, you can say he's a bad coach. I mean, when they lose, but, I'm gonna call them a fraud. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that comes with the territory of what Twitter is now. Um, but I mean, when when coaches come to a recruit's home and talk to their parents, they don't talk about like, oh, we want you on campus for three years, four years, and we want you, you know, we want you to find a home. We want you to get to the league. Is what they is what they're trying to come take. Coach K is not coming to your house. And telling your parents that he wants you to be there a four-year guy. Like he's telling your parent, like, oh, we're gonna make sure that he's the best he can be for the one year that he's here, have a chance to win a national championship, and then we're gonna send him off to the league and he's gonna do great things in the NBA. Same thing Calipari is gonna say, same thing Hubert Davis is gonna say, Jay Wright, whoever, whoever. If they decide to stay a year or two later, that's fine. That's not what they were there for. Kentucky, say what you want. They send three or four players to the draft every single year. Are all of them ready? No. 
but 95% of the players that we send have a pretty good career. And then like, the players that they do send, they're not just no regular players. They they are lottery. Lottery picks. Lottery picks. I mean, I mean, you look at you look at the top of the league. They're up there. You had in what yeah. 20, what was it? 11, 12? What, what was the year that um 2012? That's 2012. Uh whenever they went one and two. You had yeah. uh, uh Ann Davis and MGK, not MGK. MKG. Yeah, MKG. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, MGK. we're going to have at least Ty Ty in the lottery this year. Um, so she wish she get drafted. I feel like um, he, I feel like he probably outside a lottery to she with. Oh, he's definitely outside the lottery. But like, I, not I, that, not that far outside. He's going to get drafted. He's like, I think it'll be in the 20. He's probably like 15 to 20. Yeah. Um, let's see. Kellen Grady's coming out, so he should be probably second round, if anything. This is, there's opportunity for some of them. Depends on who stays, who goes. Um, Keon Brooks put his name in, but I don't think he's staying in. He didn't show too many flashes. But he could end up being like Jared Vanderbilt. And people are like, oh, he doesn't really have a lot of skill, but his, his athleticism, his body type, and his, you know, his hustle, gets made. he's a starter. Jared Vanderbilt's a starter in the league. And not a lot of people thought you could even stay in the league. So um, he's in the league strictly based off his defense and his rebounds. That's literally it. And he's only 6'8", six, 6'7". Six, so you stay in the league, you rebound, you run hard, you play hard. You'll be in the league. Um, so I'm going to write about that, try to get some people's opinions on what they think he should be measured by. Because um, in, in, today's, in today's age, it's about getting to the league. It's not about what you do in college. You want to win a ring. You definitely want to win a championship so you can have that to your legacy later on. I mean, Michael Jordan got a ring in college and in the pros. Kareem got one in the college and the pros. Like, it does matter a little bit. Like, but Carmelo got one in college. Doesn't have one in the pros. They don't care about the one in college. So it all comes down to the pros. No one cares about the fact that Deep Book was a bench player or came off the bench in Kentucky. He's one of the best players in the league right now. That does not matter. So it only matters what you do. Like, how you how do you get your players to the best that they need to be and where do they end up? That's what that's what needs to be looked at um, when it comes to Coach K. Because he said it on multiple occasions that he's not here to win championships. He's here to get the players to the NBA. That's what he's here for. That's what he's been doing. So – if you want to look at him like he's a basketball coach, he should be winning basketball games. He should be winning championships, and that's fair. But you got guys like Coach K that are doing the exact same thing, and then trying to like, like, oh, it's one and done. It's not cool. We got to get rid of that. Like, why? Now that you're not coaching anymore, we got to get rid of one and done. Like, you mean to tell me that Paolo needs to stay another year in college for what? And then he's like, oh, well, the NIL, we don't like that either. Like, I don't like the NIL. You don't like the players getting paid almost as much as you are. Like you're getting paid 10, 12 million a year to coach kids, play a basketball game. Like just think about it now. Like y'all make money off of them, but they can't make money off themselves. But that don't make no sense. And you want them to stay four years. You want them to struggle for four years. Like it's not fair. It's not right. Um 
and you know, somebody I can't remember who it was. Somebody said, "Rest in piss, Coach K." I'm not gonna go that far, but hey, man, sometimes sometimes karma comes back to get you. Clemson fans, we we felt that the last couple of years, you know, Dabo coming out saying dumb shit and you know things going opposite direction for us. Probably the same thing happened for Duke. Duke, you know, everybody was like, "Oh, fairytale ending." You know, people are starting to root for Duke. Sorry, it's Coach K's last season. Don't go out on the high road. Then he says that, and it's like, come on, bro, really? Now, you know, they went home before they were supposed to in their eyes. So it is what it is. Last night's game, Kansas, North Carolina was very, very good. Um, Kansas started out hot. Then North Carolina came warm back, went up 16. And then Kansas came back in the second half, and it was close. I mean, it was within three points for the rest of the game, I feel like. Um, Cam Johnson's little brother was cooking. Yeah. He was hitting some crazy jumpers. I mean, I heard Johnson and was like, yeah, that's that crazy. Like, Cam Johnson played for them. And then I, I looked. Like, that's ability? Looked like Cam Johnson's hair. I'm like, that's Cam Johnson's hair, bro. What's going on? But he's left-handed, so I know what Cam. I, know, I mean, I've seen Cam play for the Suns, obviously, so I know he's not on there. But I was like, that got to be his brother. And then they did the close-up. His parents said copy and paste. So. Word. I was like, that's his, that's his brother for sure. Um, I he was, up, he was, I was hooping like, until he got eligibility still. They called him down. <laughs> he was hooping until he got sick. He got sick and, you know, he came out the game. I think it was only like a minute left at that point, though. Um, and then Baycock got hurt with like 30 mm-hmm. seconds left. Re-hurt, I guess, re-injured. Because uh, he had already had the ankle injury coming in from the final four game. It was elite eight. No, it's final four game. He got hurt the final four game. Yeah, he did get hurt the final but, four. Um, really good game. Could have gone either way. Caleb Love, if he would have made like two shots, two more shots, I'm not gonna shit on him like everybody else is doing because they were just on his, on his, you know, on his coattails a couple of days ago when he was making shots against Duke and Baylor and all the teams that they need to get here. So I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh, he's trash. Like he need not nah, like. He had a bad night and it was on the big stage. Like it just happens. It happens that way. That doesn't mean that he's not a good player. That doesn't mean he shouldn't be drafted. Doesn't mean that it's his fault completely that they lost. Cause RJ Davis didn't play that great. Um Baycott, I mean he played good in the first half, but he didn't play that well in the second half. Like it just it happens that way sometimes. Like I mean, they got they got Contributions from other players. Manic stepped up. Uh, Cam Johnson's brother stepped up. Like players stepped up. They just they didn't make the last shot. It happened. Um, I feel like the right team won. I think Kansas was the best team in the tournament. I don't know about all season because I haven't watched them all season, but they're the best team in the tournament to me. So they seem to deserve it. Um, Bill Self, I think, is only his second or third national championship, which is crazy to me. I was like. Didn't didn't realize that, but um, you know, very good game overall. Uh, will be one that people go back and watch um, for years to come. Yeah, uh, March Madness is officially over for both sides, and now it is NBA playoff time. Almost we are yes, sir. two or three, probably two we, weeks uh, away. We got the play in next week. Start a playoffs oh, this weekend. Sheesh. Yeah. Sheesh. Yeah. Yeah, this year's going by fast. 
But um, yeah, started playing next week. Um, I want to say it was who the Nets and the Hawks secure spots in the East on the, in the playing. But see, the Nets lost a couple games. I'm just like, bro. Like I said, like I said before, before the show started, I'm like, yo, I ain't got no high expectations for my teams. I mean, y'all would play Charlotte right now, and the last thing y'all played, then Kyrie cooked them for what sixty. So. Well, no, we actually lost them last time we played them. I did play them recently. We played them at home. Yeah, because that was the time. Now he dropped sixty on a game that. Well, you were a job with 62, I think. That was the uh, tiebreaker that y'all lost to Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was at home. It was his first home game. His first no, no, home no, no, game no, 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 no. Not the 60-point game. The game wasn't against the 60-point nah, game was away. That's the game, game I was going to go to. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. His first that was home game. Home. That was the one. No, I'm saying that was the that was the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the second yeah. game. That was the second game. And then the last game that they won was a tiebreaker game. And I'm just like, bro. But see, the Nets are, the Nets are dealing with a lot of injuries, man. And I don't, I don't even know if Ben Simmons is playing a game this year. Not. I don't even uh, know what Nets fans or the Nets organization expecting this man to play. This man hasn't made it. He hasn't made a – there's nothing he's done this season to make you think that he wants to play basketball. Even if he's injured, if he's injured, then he's injured. But if you were injured, instead of paying those fines, get the surgery. Like if you had a hernia or a herniated disc or whatever, get the surgery so you can play at the end of the season. Yeah, and nobody you just probably they was going to end up trading him anyway because James Harden was going. So it doesn't. uh, But if Buddy don't want to play, then. He don't want to play. I'm not about to sit here and keep talking about him. I'm trying to hide. Uh, him I'm ready. Just... Listen, listen. All right, nothing that's talk. Um, I'm ready to. Uh, um, I'm ready to come out and make an apology. Right, I'm ready to apologize to the one and only Memphis Grizzlies. Remember how early in the season I was like, "They're not a contender." I gotta show me some more. Dave, not early. Me this more. was like, this was two through. This was right before March Madness. Yeah, just like a month ago. Yeah, this one this one early in the season. <laughs> it was early in it was earlier in the season than today. All right. I mean they they cooking. They cooking, without bro. They're like what, 18 and 2 without Jaw, some something crazy like that? 20 and 2, I think. Yeah. They only lost two yeah. games without Jaw. That's crazy. This team is for real. I mean, they beat the they beat the Nets too recently, and I'm just like, bro. I'm just like, I got a question for you. But I don't know, man. They're they're good, scrappy young squad. Um, I like their energy. Uh, I'm can't can't wait to see them play in the um in the playoffs. They play. They would play Minnesota right now. That'd be a really fun matchup. That'd be That'd a be really nice. fun yeah. That'd be a really well. We don't know because of the plan, but if there was no plan, that's who they would play right now. Because they yeah. have two spots. Um, the Jazz and the and Denver is a half game apart. Mm-hmm. Um, Dallas is at four, a game behind Golden State, but still without Steph. So they could end up falling to four. Um, Golden State could end up falling to four and playing Denver. 
or Utah. Jeez. And depending on when Steph comes back, they might lose in the first round. Like, if it's Clay, Dre, Jordan Poole, Andrew Wiggins, and them against Jokic and his kids, not kids, Jokic and his boys, I'm giving that edge to Jokic. Because as good as Draymond is, he's not locking down Jokic. I don't think he will lock down Jokic, but I feel like Draymond could contain him. Container's gonna be like 20, 10, and 10. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not like he's gonna have, it's thing. not like he's gonna make him have an off night. That's the thing about Jokic. Like, you could try to lock him up scoring wise, but he could end up with like 13, 14, and 6. Yeah. So you gotta choose whether you wanna play him one on one, try to make him miss shots, or if you wanna double him and make sure he doesn't get anything and he ends up getting, you know, getting the ball to everybody else for the open shots. Um, I'm interested now if the Clippers get to the seventh spot I think that game is interesting or that series is interesting if they play Memphis because as good as Memphis has been they haven't won a playoff series before with this team at least so it'll be very interesting to see you know Paul George is back Paul George has been playing Pretty dang well since he came back. He scored 30 in his first game back. So we'll see how, you know, how he plays. Um, you know, they're on a two-game winning streak right now. They've uh, clinched their spot for the play-in. And Minnesota is only, I want to say, two games back. Uh, a game and a half back of Utah. So they could get out of the play-in. And then Utah could be stuck in the play So. There's still a lot to be sorted out in the Western Conference spot uh, playing. The Lakers still somehow have a chance to get in. Um, they're two games behind. They've lost six in a row, so it's not looking likely. Um, let's see. Cleveland and Atlanta would be a really fun playing matchup. Don't know how it would happen, but we need a Brooklyn and Philly um, series. Don't know how it would happen though. We need Philly. We would need Philly to get to two spot. Y'all get the seven spot. Y'all playing the first round. That's what. That's what we need. Um. But y'all are two and a half games back of the seven spot right now, so that's not looking too likely. You got four games left. Four. Yeah, yeah, probably not. Yeah, probably stuck at you know, nine. Oh no, it just depends. I, I mean, I feel like we should win these next four games because let's see who we play. We play tonight. Oh my gosh, bro! I can't stand ESPN at times. Oh, I just can't stand the headlines. I get some times, bro. Um, cool. No, I don't live under a rock. You guys tell me that. Um, oh, Nets played the Rockets tonight at home. I feel like the Nets should win that one. Play the the uh Bing Bong Bozos tomorrow on ESPN. 
Um, play the Cavs yeah, and they play the Pacers. Back. I feel like they should go. They shouldn't. They shouldn't a lot. <sighs> they be losing games they don't need to be losing. That's the thing about the Nets. They be losing games they don't need to be losing, bro. They don't need to be losing to the Hawks. That were under them in the standings. That were under them in the standings, and you got you have KD and Kyrie on the team playing, and KD dropped fifty five that game. No, it's crazy because remember how we, I, I think we had this conversation. Uh, we had somebody had this conversation. It's like, oh, nowadays, like when somebody dropped like 40, you had to ask if they won. Because back then, when somebody was dropping 40, 50 points, their team was winning. But, like D Book dropped 70 and lost. That's facts. Which is unbelievable because that was a high scoring game. I was like, I don't, I don't see how. That happened. Like I was, I was shocked. D books dropped seventy, and, and, and you look up, the Celtics won that game. And he was on a terrible team that year too. But the fact that he got seventy with that team that he had, and they was like double teaming him, like trying to make sure he would get it, make sure he didn't get the seventy. He still got it. Was quite nah, all right, this uh, is this is off topic, and this is not going to be in the show. But I was at work this weekend, and this guy that I was helping out looked exactly like Michael Bridges, bro. I kid you not. (laughs) Bro had the same head shape, same beard. No. I was like, yo. But I was listening. This is the thing. I wasn't going to say that because he didn't know who Scottie Pippen was. But, yeah, he bought a Scottie Pippen jersey. Bro was like, what? yeah, because he had so he had bread, he had bread elevens, right? I was like, what? All right, so anyway, so he had bread elevens. Oh, I like this, bro. He had bread elevens, whatever. He's like, yeah, um, he's like, you think that that uh, Pippen jersey would go with the the bread elevens? I'm like, yes, same colors. And it's like, all right, whatever. And then he's like, what? Wait, what that mean? Like, what Pippen? Pippen third jersey? Who, who, who that? I'm like, bro, you know who Scotty Pippen is? He's like. Oh. <laughs> nah, listen, bro. Listen, listen. Somebody bought the Donovan Mitchell jersey this weekend. No. First time. First time I had to bring down a white... Donovan Mitchell jersey in like eight months of me working it. It was a white boy? Hispanic, bro. But nah. Um, Lakers might not play, make the play in. That's what I was going to ask you earlier. That's you crazy. How a team with four potential Hall of Famers not make the playoffs? Not make the play in? They might have five potential Hall of Famers. Wait, who's the fifth? You got Dwight. Dwight. That's why I counted. I said, I counted. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, it is five. I left out Melo, I think. I don't know. I left out even Melo or Dwight, one of the two. But you got Braun, AD. Bro. You got Braun, eight. Hold right, on, hold for on, sure, on, for on. sure, for sure, for sure. You put in AD before Melo? That's crazy. People forget things, Tariq. I'm only human, bro. That's crazy. But now, listen, you got... um, You got five people. No. Dwight wasn't on the top 75 team. 
You know, he should have been. But you got four people that are considered top 75 to ever play this game. Yeah. Even though I don't know about AD. Mm. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. But I'm not like, yeah, he he's a shoe in for that. Anyways, so you, you just put him as a Hall of Famer already, though. Huh? You just put him as a Hall of Famer already, though. Yeah, potential Hall of Famer, yeah. All right, anyways, bro. Anyways, 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 anyways. Got five potential Hall of Famers on one team. Nine potential. Like be these guys are Hall of Famers. You guys are going to the Hall of Fame. Braun. AD, Melo, Russ, Dwight. And then you got... Can't forget about Wayne Ellen. <laughs> Are you serious, sir? Nah, 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 nah. I'm clipping this one. I'm clipping that. Oh, for sure. Gotta clip that. Bro said... <laughs> can't forget about Wayne Ellington. Bro said, can't forget about Wayne Ellison, dog. Hey, That's man. funny. Let's play... Hey, this is TikTokers ain't the player's choice. They be saying all types of wild, dumb shit on there. That's what we gotta start doing. Hey, TikTok famous, bro. Just start saying stupid shit. Hot don't takes. Hot takes. Like last week. Like last week when I said Julius Randle was better than Kyrie. I meant, to, I meant to clip that. I forgot. You should have clipped that and put that shit on TikTok and let I them I meant to clip that. Me. I forgot to, bro. And I, I was argue with everybody in the comments. Bro, I just didn't. Yeah. Hey, you can still clip that shit. I'd argue with everybody in the comments. <laughs> I'd post that shit everywhere. Like, tell me I'm wrong. I'm trying to go, hey. I'm trying to go viral. You know, like, you know. But nah, um, I just think, bro, I just didn't think that team would not make the playoffs this year. I mean, yeah, I think I, I don't think any team with LeBron James on it is not making the playoffs. It's really like, well, no, crazy no, 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 this is the second time in Bron's tenure as a Laker that they missed the playoffs. It's really crazy, though, like that we are so conditioned to him making the playoffs that we're like, oh, he still got a chance. Like, He's going to make it. Like, they're – I'm not going to say they're not going to get in until they're eliminated. Like, it's quite literally how it was with them last year when they played the Suns. Like, mm-hmm. I wanted the Suns to win, but I was like, it's LeBron. He's not losing in the first round. Like, they was down 15 in game six. And I'm like, nah, they're going to come back and win that. No, they wasn't. But yeah, like, they missed LeBron. the playoffs, bro. <laughs> I look at the rest of the schedule right now. They missing the playoffs, <laughs> dog. <laughs> and they get some schedule like, yeah. No, they gotta play the Suns tonight, bro. And then the AD Warriors on Thursday. Okay, well the Warriors are without Steph. That should be yeah. a win. And you got the Thunder on on next Friday. Well, no, this Friday I'm tripping. They should That's win that. They should beat the Thunder. If they had to beat the Thunder three times this year, they'd be in the play already. Yeah. They, they lost the Thunder. Nuggets, 
I think they the need two already have out of the four. I think they need two out of the four to stay alive. The Nuggets will already have their spot. Jokic is gonna rest. They'll get in. I'm calling it right now. The Lakers get into the play. Okay. They're gonna win three. They're gonna win tonight. Yeah. They're gonna beat the Warriors. They're gonna beat the Thunder, and then they're gonna beat the Nuggets. Last game of the season. Four game winning streak. The Lakers are getting in. Ten spot. I'm sorry. Check, check, just, just check your phone. Just check your phone. Just, just check your phone. You scrolling through Instagram while we on the show? <laughs> nah, this man. Oh, hello. <laughs> There's something. Hold on up. Man, really scroll up the Instagram on the on the pod. Clip that too, so they know the TV scrolling through Instagram mid show. Yeah, you. Lakers making the plan. Lakers are making the plan. Heard it here first. The Los Angeles Lakers are making a play in. Four straight dubs. They're getting in. San Antonio is going to lose two, and they're going to get in. Happening or New Orleans gonna lose too. Somebody gonna lose enough for them to get in. It's LeBron. They're gonna be like, oh, we don't want LeBron to miss too, so they go lose their own game. This is how it goes. Uh I don't know if I got any more bold predictions. Let's see. Let me look at the stand and see if I got any bold predictions. No, no, I got a question for you though. Who is your pick for rookie of the year? Scotty Barnes. That's what I was thinking as well. Scotty Barnes. I feel like Scotty's just been the most consistent all year. I mean, Kate has been great lately. Quite lately, yes. But and we can't forget Evan Mobley too. Evan Mobley has been good. No, Evan Mobley is. He was good to start the season out. But from the beginning of the season to the end of the season, Scotty Barnes has been pretty good. This is probably one. This is probably like the few, like, little bit of, of Raptors praise y'all getting from me, ever. That's the only reason I like went like this because I knew I was gonna say Scotty. Um, but yeah, Scotty's been a key, a big player, a key player, a vital player for Toronto all season. Um, Evan Mobley has two for Cleveland, but you know they they tailed off. The second half with all the injuries to Jared Allen and Mobley himself and Garland being out from game to game and just marking and being out. They haven't been able to put um, their best players on the floor for like a, a stretch of games in a while. Um, I mean, oftentimes their best player is Kevin Love. Like, it's 2022. That shouldn't be the case. So, um, you know, losing marking and all – Throughout the year, losing Jared Allen later in the second half of the season, losing Mobley right now in the last week or two, losing Colin um, Sexton to start the year off. People forget Sexton, that. I mean, I mean, they was hooping with Rubio and he got hurt. So they were, yeah, he got hurt and they they, they traded Rubio. Rubio is the one that had him cooking the way they was. I mean, 
they was they was playing a different ball game, and then they you know they traded for Rondo, hoping that he could give him some of that Rubio punch. But Rondo's just not he's not Rondo anymore. Um, no. So. Man, they uh, just saw the, like the Lakers on Sports Center row. Lakers, just bad. Bad news, Lakers. Still making the play. I think they, I think they'll make the play, but I don't. I, they're not making no noise past that. All right, you got a question for me. I got a question for you. All right, and we might we might get into a little tip here, so we can clip this. Ooh. Is your MVP? I knew he's gonna ask that. I knew he's gonna ask that. And my MVP, same MVP I had beginning of the season. Nah, I'm tripping. I was gonna say, yo, you don't get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, I have. Listen, I have a case for. I have a case for him, obviously. But we can say no, that for another day. We can say that for another day. But whoever, who person, I think that they'll make MVP this year. I think I think we'll see Nikola Jokic repeat. That's my prediction. That's my prediction. All right. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? It changes daily. It does. What are my thoughts on yours? What are my thoughts on your pick? No thoughts on MVP. Uh, yeah, for me it changes daily. Um. Some days I got to beat, other days I got Giannis, other days I'm like, yo, it's Jokic. Like, it just it changes so drastically from game to, from game, to game. And I want to say Embiid, but I mean, the way Giannis I can't get against Embiid, man. The way Giannis been playing against the last couple of big teams they played, how can you not give it to Giannis? I mean, look at his numbers. I mean, his numbers are insane right now. I mean. Obviously, Jokic is having a fantastic year with a with a, a team that is missing two of their second and third best player on the team. So he deserves a lot of credit for that. And if he wins it, he obviously deserves it. Um, but I'd have to give it to Giannis. I mean, he's to me, Giannis is the best player in the league by far. I don't think there's a. Mm, Trying to figure out how to say this. I don't think there's a player better than him on both sides in the league. I think he there you could name a player that might be better than him defensively, but he's not offensively. I mean, you could name a player that's better than him offensively, but you couldn't name but you can't say he's better than him defensively. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I value I value two way players. That's why Kawhi was my top two player in the league for so long. Because I value, I value two way play. Uh-huh. Um, now it's a it's a tough race between you know those three, of who you want to put at two and who you want to put at three. I'll put Jokic at two, and then and be at three in terms of who's the best player in the league. Um, honestly, but I mean even then you still leaving that KD. So like, but I said, bro, no, nah, Kevin Durant is up there, yo. Where you got him? Hmm. Where you got? Where are KD? I got KD number one. KD not number one, bro. I got KD number one. Numero uno. KD not number one, bro. All right, that that just might be my my fandom talking. You know, that just might be the Brooklyn didn't you, bias. Didn't you say? Didn't you say earlier in the episode that your bias wasn't gonna be here? That you not 
you're not up on your team, you're really down right now, you're not going. But Kevin Durant still that dude. So is Giannis. Ran in finals MVP. Went through your guy to get there. If his foot wasn't on the not? line, that wouldn't have happened. Oh, my. It would have. That's all I'm going to say. 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 That's not to discredit Giannis. Giannis still played the games he had to play. He still played uh, uh, um, in the Eastern Conference Finals. Did good in that. Played a tough finals, you know, where he was really the most consistent player on his team after Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday didn't really show up the first two games. And then whenever they did show up, they were crazy as a unit, you know, got sons up out of there. And they did it. You know? Oh, then they showing the percentages for playing right now. And Clippers are 100% locked. Um, New Orleans and whatchamacallit. Bro, they said that Lakers got a 3.1% chance to make the play. So the, how how big was the percentage that St. Peter's beat Kentucky? Why are you bringing this up out of all people? <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, bro. No, nah, that reminds me of that year that Chris, well, not Chris Paul, when Chris Paul was on the Thunder, and they um they said that the the Thunder had like a two percent chance of making the playoffs. Yep. And they made the playoffs. Quite easily, too. They made six seed. If I'm not mistaken, they were six. So, you know, it's it's funny. But yeah, I, I would have to go with Giannis today. But again, it changes day to day. So yes, and next week I might say Yogic, I might say Embiid. But from what I've seen the last week and a half, last two weeks, gotta be Giannis. Oh, as a MVP? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll save my. I'll, I'll save my other case for another day. Yeah, what other case? Are you talking about KD case? Yeah, I know you. I know you're not going to hear that right now. All you have, all you have is y'all lost a lot of games without him. Yeah, and he's a he's a big part of why they won a majority of their games this season. So, good point. I feel like that makes makes him an MVP, most valuable player. If it's just on the word, that makes him, if that makes him MVP, then it also makes him more DeRozan. Then, hey, he's they're the both MVP candidates at some point of the season. And, and when he's out, he's the reason. Or that's the reason they're losing. Even though they you know still don't have Lonzo, just got Caruso back. Bro, who do you think they're gonna give most improved this year? Ooh, oh, that's tough. I have. Been... I don't have to like look and see, cause I don't know. On top, I don't know, cause Miles Bridges started off the season crazy. Miles Bridges started off crazy. Uh, who else could be most improved candidate? Uh, people trying to say job. I'm like, that's a discredit to job, yo. That's literally what I was about to say. But that's a discredit to job. I think it's a way to give him an award, but I don't think they should just because. I'm not a fan of top two, three picks getting most improved players. Like, they're supposed to be that. Yeah. Yeah. Unless they're, like, really – unless they're, like, really bad their first year out here. Like, I don't think Brandon Ingram should have got it. Like, he's a t- he was the number two pick. 
Like, it was uh, clear that he had the talent. It was the Lakers that were holding him back. Yeah. Uh, do you feel Bam should have gotten it, maybe? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. If you, if that's that's at, one of the ones I, I think I can think of because he took a leap. My thing is like go look at the draft of when like go look at the analysis of when they were drafted. Yeah. What did they say about Brandon Ingram? What did they say about Bam Adebayo? If whoever exceeded those expectations more should be the most improved player. Yeah. Uh, what about Tyler Hero this season? Uh, he's six man of the year for sure. I don't know about MIP, but he's six man of the year for sure. I think he's six um, man of the year for sure. I mean, he's a lot. Like, I don't think, I don't think there's another player that's even close. To be honest. I mean, Jordan Clarkson will probably get some second place or will probably get second place, and then Kelly Oubre might get third. But I don't see anybody that's like, oh, he's got to get it. I. Honestly, don't know who's even up for most improved. Like, I have no idea. Let's see, most improved. Oh, um, Jordan Poole, Garland, Dejounte, Miles Bridges, Desmond Bain. I feel like Jordan Poole has a case. Has a strong case. Actually, Jordan Poole is not on here. He's not? So, it's Ja, it's ja Garland, DeJounte, Miles Bridges, Desmond Bain. Respectfully replace Ja with Jordan Poole. Because Ja, I'm just saying, because like, like we said, Ja was up in the talks for uh, MVP. Agreed. Um, I would go with, I'd go with DeJounte. Because every time he, like, showed flashes of what he could be, he got injured. He's played fantastic this year. They are not supposed to be in a plane right now, but they are. Mm-hmm. And he can beat the Pelicans damn near single-handedly. Like, he'll need a couple of players to step up, but he could get them through the first part of the play. Will they beat the Clippers? With the Timberwolves, probably not. But, I mean, he's been playing that well this year that I'd give it to DeJounte. He also wasn't the top pick. I don't even think he was a lottery pick. I think he was late first, early second, something like that. Um, uh, who you got for coach of the year? Uh, The guy I went to last year, Monty Williams. I want to say Monty. Grizzly coach. I forgot his name. Isn't like Taylor something? Taylor. I feel like even I, I feel like even one of them two should get it. I forgot his name, but I know you're talking about. Um, Tibbs should not have gotten it last year. They should have went to Monty Williams. I, I'm. They, it it should have went to Monty Williams last year. I agree. Uh, let's see. I can't, there's somebody that I was thinking of, but can't remember that. I feel like I was about to ask you a question, but I forgot it. Ime is in there. Ime's oh, gotta be in there for sure. forgot about Ime and how he turned things around. Well, how the Celtics as a whole turned things around. Because it's crazy because yeah, sure. it was, I remember beginning of the season, it was like, yeah, Celtics playing bad, that and that, whatever. 
Just make it seem like Celtics were going to, um, you know, break up the team a little bit, make a move or not something. But, I mean, they made moves, but they made the right moves, you know. They got a point guard now. They got um, – they brought back some of their, their other bigs. They got rid of they, – they gave Ennis his freedom. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You didn't do that. You did not do that. You get on my nerves, bro. There's no way you did it. <laughs> oh, man. Um, no, I feel like any any one of those three could easily win coach of the year. Um. So we said we talked coach of the year. So we said coach of the year, rookie of the year, MVP. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was going to tell you. All right, that's what I'm going to talk about. So Kevin Durant brought up on this podcast that the NBA should have an offensive player of the year. What are your thoughts on that? I'd like that. As opposed to like, I mean, yeah, have the MVP, but also have like because offensive player of the year. I think. I think that's a I think that's a good idea because there's a difference between an offensive player of the year and an MVP. Offensive player of the year, like go to like that would have been like James Harden. He would have got it every year for like three or four years. Oh, I'm gonna say this year, no. <laughs> I was saying this year. But yeah. Oh uh, yeah, this I'm thinking of other people that would have gotten it. Like Melo would have gotten it like maybe a year or two, Kobe would have gotten it. Couple times, Every Ron year. definitely, Steph, uh, even Giannis. I feel like would have gotten it, like the year that he won. One I mean, MVPs. and he averaging thirty right now. Some, some crazy, yeah, yeah. I think the so the like, scoring side of the race is between Giannis, Bron, and Embiid right now. Yeah, they all average like every game. Every Westbrook would have gotten in one year for sure. That yeah. first triple double season, that would have gone straight to him. Yeah, for sure. Um, who else is there? Um, you got KD. Um, feel like Chris Paul probably would have been in talks. Devin Booker probably would have been in talks. Kyrie probably would have been in talks. Um, Damian Lillard probably would have been in talks for it too. Um, John Morant this year definitely would have been in the talk. Um, LaMelo Ball, he would have been in talk for it. I mean, usually I think of guys that make, mm-hmm. you know, playmaking guys that are on, on offense. Guys that even score a lot or facilitate their offenses good. Well, I think offensive player of the year would go to Jokic. I forgot to mention Jokic. I don't know how I forgot to mention Jokic. It would either go to Jokic or Joe. This year? This season? Yeah. Possibly the Rosen, but I think between those three, it would go to Jokic or Jaw. Because Jokic does so much offensively, and then Jaw is just Jaw on defense or on offense. So, yeah. 
yeah um I feel like they should be coming out with new WNBA jerseys this season for some reason. Uh, I hope so. Shit. I mean, these are nice. I'm not mad at them at all. For sure. Yeah. At least, like, keep... like, it could just be one, you know? Yeah. Like a new, what they call it, the Rebel Edition? Yeah. Yeah, a new Rebel Edition jersey. Yeah, you could keep the same, like, home and away. Yeah. Or whatever, whatever they want to call them, but there needs to be at least one New Jersey because, I mean, NBA jerseys, they get New Jerseys every year, so WBA should definitely get a New Jersey. Nike, Nike can do it. That'd be fine. Um, well, that would be dope to see. Uh, we definitely need that because that, that brought a lot of good attention to the WC, uh before the season started. Yeah. So. I feel like there's still a couple more jerseys I got to get. But I don't know how I feel about getting other players' jerseys, like, current. You know? Because I, really, I don't even do that for, like, NBA players. Like, if I get in a jersey, if I'm, I'm getting a jersey with uh, somebody on my team, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. some people I'm fans of, and I would want to get their jersey. Or would at you least get a, a job t-shirt jersey. Would you get a jaw jersey? I definitely would get a jaw jersey. That's the one. That's the one jersey I was thinking about too. I get a jaw jersey. Fair. I'd probably. Fair. I might get a Lamelo jersey. I say it'd be jaw Lamelo. D book. Yeah. I can't get Tatum. Mm-mm, can't do that. No sir. I'll get his Duke jersey. Get an All Star jersey or something. All Star jersey. Maybe, yeah. Um, who else is there? Who else is there? Who else is there? Hmm, that might just be it. So, yeah, Ja. Who I said? I said Ja. Aunt Edwards or something? Nah, I don't think I get Ann. I'm not that fan. I'm not that much of a fan of Ann. Ann is good, but it's not like, I'm like, it's not like one of my favorite. Nah. I don't, I don't want to say it like that. It's just Ant is good. I, I got mad respect for Ant, but I don't hold him in the same regards I hold the other players I name. Okay. It's all personal preference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Personal preference, but it's not personal. Ant Ant's coming. That boy, that boy, nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think if well, it's somebody out there. Am I missing Oh, no. No, nah, I know if I was if if well, some colleges well some some places sell college jerseys for for women's basketball. I know I get Olivia Miles jersey. Maybe I don't know. I don't know between Dusty Henderson or Orly of Boston, but one of them. Uh, I mean, it's probably on Olivia. Probably Miles a Page or, jersey. Um, I get Page and Asia. Yeah, Haley, Haley, Haley tough Haley too. Jones. Haley Kyle, Jones Kyle. and Van Lift both tough. Um, Hillman. Yeah, that blue and yellow is nice. I agree. Oh, and then WNBA wise, other players I would get besides well, I have the Asian Wilson jersey already. 
I missed out on her Olympic jersey. I should have got that. Definitely. I feel like I should have got that over the jersey I did and I'm getting. But um, who else is there? Skylar. Need a Skylar jersey. Candace. I have to cop a Candace jersey. Um, so yeah, Skylar Candace. Sabrina. That's see if I'm a stuff. I almost, I, I almost got it. I almost got it. I only the only reason why I didn't get it because I didn't want that to be my first W jersey. I was like, now nah, let me get the agent first, then let me get other jerseys. You said the what? The seafoam. Yeah. 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 That joint yeah. is tough. Um yeah. what else is there? Who else is there? What else is there? Who else is there? Um, I'd get I said Skylar. So I said, who, who else? I said Skylar, Candace, Sabrina, Chelsea Gray. Yeah. I think I need a Chelsea Gray jersey for sure. She's tough. Matter of no fact, KP? I think that might be my next jersey cop right there, Chelsea Gray. No KP? That's surprising. You said no K- KP? Yeah, I feel like you would get KP before you would get Chelsea Gray. Nah, nah, I like I like Chelsea Gray better, bro. Yeah. That's the problem. Oh. Uh, I need a lot of W games. I'm doing all them shit. Oh, um, bracket challenge. Um, means oh no bracket talk. This this is the best year I did brackets ever. The best year I've had I've I've made a bracket. And if I would have buy into a few narratives just a little bit more, I would have just won everything. Fair. I bought into the wrong narratives. That's what it was. Cause see, I had Stanford and UConn. No, I had Stan. But I had UConn going to the four. So I had Stanford, UConn going against each other. And then the only thing that kind of surprised me was like the Louisville. Like, you know, they were the underdogs on the whole thing. Um, but I did have Carolina going. I had Carolina winning. Um, if I were to have UConn in the international championship game instead of Stanford, I would have been straight. Um, on the men's side, shout out to Duke because I ain't gonna lie. I was lucky. I was I was kind of doubting Duke going into this tournament because you know how they lost like in the AC in the ACC tournament. Uh, they lost like a couple games throughout the season. They lost against North Carolina. I was like, man, I don't know. I, I was just like, I don't know, but I still think they're gonna go all the way. They almost got there, you know. And then I had you know I had a couple upsets. You know I was able to predict the upsets pretty well, but um. Other than that, I was just like, nah, it's cool. But um, what about you, man? How your brackets look? Mine busted Friday night when I picked or when Stanford lost. That's funny. Oh, you said Friday night, like this past Friday night. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant Friday night as in the Friday night Kentucky lost. That was a Thursday night. I'm tripping. 
I'll chill. I'll chill. Cause you didn't even get on me yet. You, you really even get on me about Duke yet? Bro. I really, I really ain't even cook you about Duke losing, bro. You really North Carolina. You really haven't. So you know, but yeah, uh, I had Stanford, South Carolina, and almost everyone I had UConn, South Carolina, and a few, but I think South Carolina they won all those. Um, I think I think UConn won one. Um. I did relatively well. I was in the top ten in most of the ones that I was in. Um, but definitely one of the better years I did. Yeah, last year I did pretty good on the women's side. Um only thing that I didn't have on the women's side last year was Arizona. Uh, and then this year was Louisville. So I had three out of the four. And if I would have just you know, just let it rock out and just pick who I you know, who should win. Instead of who I think will win, I would have had to do it better. But, yeah, I, just, I feel like I, just took my attention a little more, see what teams were, you know. I didn't expect Iowa to lose. I didn't either. I don't think anybody did. Because wasn't I Iowa, was Iowa was a two seed. Yeah, they lost 2-10. Oh, that's not breaking news at all. So ESPN said breaking news, like a little flash at the bottom. It said Auburn forward Jabari Smith to enter the draft. We knew it is. This does not make news. Does this move the needle? Does it move the needle? Yeah. I mean, the needle's in the same position. So no. We knew this. Go. We do this before the season was over. You know? him him going to the draft. Does that move the needle? No, because people probably already had him in his mod in the mod draft in the lottery. I mean, I remember early in the season people Absolutely. talking about he was the best player in all of college basketball. He's he's a top three pick. It's between him, Chet, and Paolo. He was number one, so we'll see. I have to. I'm. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna. I'm gonna start watching a lot of tape on both sides, women's and men's. I watched a lot of women's already, so I. I, I know a good bit. I know what I need to know, but I want to watch. Like, want to be like more in depth. On the men's side, I need to see what I what I want to see, and not what everyone else says. Like, I want to see what. I think of Jabari. I want to see what I think of Tyler. I want to see what I think of Chet. Between those three and who should go number one, number two, number three. Same thing I did in 2018. I was like, Lucas should be the first pick. Like, if he wasn't the first pick, he should have won the second pick. Like, I think he ended up winning five, but it was because of the trade. So I think he really went three or something like that. So he should have been one or two. With all due respect to DeAndre Aiden, Book and Luca. Insane. Um, and then Sacramento let him slide by. And Dallas was like, you know what? We're going to trade up for him. Atlanta said, yeah, let's do it. They got Trey Young. They got Luca. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see who, you know, comes out on top. Regards of these three draft picks, same as last year with Mobley or Cade Mo or Cade Green Mobley, 
and um, Scotty. So we'll see. Or, well, um, I have nothing to say. I mean, I, I do, but this has already been a long episode, so. We got we got a lot of playoff talk next week, so. Yeah, we got a lot we, of playoffs with the draft coming up. Well, the BBA draft coming up. Um, You doing a mock? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to do a, I'm going to do the first three rounds. Why not? Okay. Uh, I might, I might just do the first two instead of the first three, but or not the first three, full three rounds. But I'll do two. I'll do two rounds and then see what I see what I like for. You know, the last twelve, but the last twelve end up getting cut anyway, so they really don't matter. So I'll probably do the first two rounds. Um, Ashley Jones not going in. Shocked me and kind of flips my shit upside down. So, gotta change it up a little bit now. But that shouldn't move now. It's helping up boards. So, if it, I mean, possibly moves up boards. But yeah, I don't got nothing else if you don't got nothing else. All right. Um, Defty will be on the lookout for that. I am going to write about Paul George as well, but I don't know what I'm going to do there. Okay. Um, Probably like later next week. So it says Zion is supposed to be playing this season. I mean, it's what, four games left? The man not playing this season, bro. You almost. I don't know. It says, it says Zion's stepfather expects Williamson to play this season. That's been a crazy story to unpack, honestly, for the season. But all right, we'll be back next week uh, with another show, more content. Uh, probably talk about WNBA draft stuff since that is what the eleventh. After look at the date. I don't know for sure, but I know it's I know it's pretty soon. It's normally it's the better. week after. It's normally the week after. Um, it's normally the week after. The week after the, the final four. Championship. Yeah, national championship. championship. Yeah. Let's look at this uh, WNBA draft. Yeah, Monday, April eleventh. Yeah, so it's directly. Yeah, Ryan Howard is still the projected number one pick. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, no. He's been the projected number one pick for the last three years, so. Yeah. I don't think they're going to change it up, but I still, I still be going to listen. But that's no, that's no hate towards Ryan at all. I just, I see more of a motor with Melissa than I do Ryan. But y'all can read that in the mantra. Yeah, but all right, y'all. Um, catch us next week. Um, we, we'll be putting out some content this week, as you heard Sreek said. 
So Tariq will probably be out, have some content out. I might have some content out. Just be on the lookout. Um, you know, stay tuned to our our page, H and H Show on Twitter. Stay stay tuned to Multiplicity Multiplicity's page as well. That's where all my content is at. Um, follow me on Twitter. Follow Tariq on Twitter. Um, follow the Tiki Talk. Yeah, follow Tiki Talk. We'll be posting on there more, uh, hopefully. But yeah, um, you me too. Yeah, before the hoodie had been on your your co-host Bryce Warner signing out, and I am your co-host Tariq McDowell signing out. Peace out. Appreciate y'all.